Hello everyone and welcome to our very first episode of Any Audi. Um, I'm actually very excited because uh, we're starting off this episode with a bit of a lie. <laughs> Neither of us have tea, um, simply because it is 9.48pm and um, I'm having dessert instead. So Jenica's having a popsicle and I just poured myself a sparkling bubbly water, grapefruit <laughs> flavor, and I can still hear it hardcore sizzling. Well, it's funny because I thought that it was a cup of tea, so I was going to be all like, oh yes, like like she has a cup of tea, but it's from this morning, but like, it was just, it was bubbly, so I don't even know like why we thought that we could go on that route, but whatever. So it, it is in my tea mug though. I, but it's not the same, like it's not like actual tea. <laughs> Anyway, so this is the intro. Um, We're very professional. We are the height of professionalism. So we're just trying to introduce um, our idea. And we were realizing that we were having these discussions. We were having kind of repeated discussions with like friends, family, um, people who had genuine questions. And especially with this whole pandemic going on, with everything happening, there's so many people who have no idea where to go. They have no idea what to do. And it's kind of a terrifying experience for them because they're suddenly being thrust into this position of, oh, now I have to be at home and take care of my kids. What the heck am I supposed to do? Hmm. So this isn't like a one-stop shop for like just this one topic. I do want to cover a lot of different things. But... um. This is kind of a great environment for people who are interested in homeschooling, people who have an interest in, like, mental health things. Um, Well, I have a few questions myself about this LBGTQ plus... LGBTQ. LBGTQ plus... You're going to make me choke my popsicle. Say that three times fast. Um, Anyways, yes, I have... I, there's just things I don't understand that I'm hoping, you know, what we can have a little discussion about mm-hmm. and maybe interview yeah. a couple of your friends. I yeah. think that'd be really interesting because, um, like, I'm I'm 23 um, right and I, now. And I'm 52 right now. So the, there's a bit of a, a difference in viewpoints and how we were raised and things like that. So And, of course, it's a different generation, so it's not how it was. You yeah, know. Your creative community is um, quite different from my friend group. Mm-hmm. So we have a different perspective in, in regards to lots of different things. So I'm pretty excited to kind of check out what we want to talk about. And um, I feel like we're up at what we want to talk about. Um, there's multiple different factors. And I think the first thing we'll be talking about is homeschooling specifically. Um, I know Just because it's becoming closer to school time yeah like because like it's what is the date today i don't even check the date today what's the date today it Mm. is the i don't know i think you can check on your phone it's right there Hmm. i don't know where your thing is it's the 19th of august 2020 just so we can be official and list it down um because you're probably supposed to put that at the beginning oh (laughs) it's fine like we'll figure it out as we go um, I really think it's important to have this discussion because there's a lot of parents out there who are like, okay, so we've done this thing, we were forced into it, we had no choice but to homeschool, but now that schools are opening up again, there's a lot of people who have a lot of fear and aren't sure if they are able to homeschool or if they're able to send their kids back to school. Well, not everybody should homeschool. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's true. I'm gonna finish my popsicle. Yeah. <laughs> You're distracting me with that thing. 
um, I think it's important to kind of try to ask yourself the pros and cons and if it works for your individual family, individual lifestyle, because... Well, the, the, it may be um, decided for you if your child is fragile in any way. Yeah. Well, I don't know if fragile is the right term. It could mm. be that they have le- different learning no. needs. Or maybe they have health issues. Okay. So that they don't end up in the classroom or in multiple groups, which they then bring home. Or maybe somebody in the family is, um, is you know. Oh, health- fragile. Oh, so you mean as in like if, in, if they get infected, they're, yeah, they're yeah. screwed. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I was like fragile mentally. Like, I don't um, think that's the right terminology. <laughs> No, but like we have our grandparents who are in their 80s. And like myself, I am immunocompromised technically, so I have to be very careful about, you know, where I'm going and what I'm doing and how clean I'm keeping my space and my business. Mm. Um, I suppose we should probably give a little bit of a bit of a background on ourselves, eh? Oh, okay. Like we didn't even... (laughs) (laughs) We kind of just dived in. Well... Maybe homeschooling is going to be the next episode. Oh, it is the next episode. It's the next one on our little listy list here. So you're telling, you're saying that we're going to start with the homeschooling thing. Probably. Well, okay. yeah, because I, I think it makes the most sense due to the fact that the school time is coming up so soon. Yeah. So I so think... I did homeschool three, um, so Jenica and her two brothers for, um, well, Caden was younger, so I would say nine years And then I homeschooled another family in their home. Um, It was a family of gifted children. So all good experience for me. And yeah, so plus I I am uh, an educated teacher, but Mm -hmm. I kind of threw all that out the window when we started homeschooling. Yeah, and so we'll kind of go into that in future episodes. Um, But yeah, my mom, like, she trained as a teacher. She went to school for uh, to be a teacher. Also my ECE, so that's early childhood. Early childhood education, for those who might not know. Yeah, exactly. And so what did you train as, Jenica? I trained as multiple different things. I've honestly... In your young 23 <laughs> years and in your great yeah, wisdom. Young, yeah, young whippersnapper. Um, I've honestly done a lot of different things. Um, I have hardcore ADHD, and so I have a hard time sticking with just one thing because I get very easily distracted and bored. So um, I worked as a manager at Michael's for three years, really loved it there because I'm definitely a very creative spirit. I really enjoy just creating and making things. Um, Which so, is how Michael's ended up in our basement. <laughs> covering every single inch of everything. I think we own every item that Michael's has ever offered had on their shelves. Yes. We've gotten rid of some, so it's getting better. We did get rid of, well, we had that flood, so we, you know, we did clean up hardcore yeah exactly so we have like hardcore, so i was your word that's my word i'm teaching you slowly um so i had i did retail for three or so years um i decided that you know nothing wrong towards retail life those who are in it i have hardcore respect for you because dang i could not stick with it long term i decided to go and go to beauty school actually in general because i love the world of beauty i especially love nails nails is something i'm very passionate about and actually still do on a pretty regular basis um especially during covid you've been very busy oh my gosh surprisingly so i i have an etsy business um called jaja nails um for those who ever want glue on nails but i realized that i love the art aspect i'm not a 
extra details person I love just doing the art and being creative and so being able to just make something and send it out without having to worry about the customer service portion of things not that I hate I'm good at customer service I enjoy customer service but it was just nice to just sit there and just be in a creative happy place that was what it was for me well and you've always been a creative um you know soul right from we I remember all kinds of shoes made out of crazy things all stapled together oh my gosh and sewing these little mini pillows if I had one more pillow I think I was gonna wring your neck well it's just funny because I I'm so shocked I didn't like because so many staples in those shoes I'm so surprised I didn't stab myself with any well, of those I don't staples think you ever wore them I, I think made you just them. made them. Oh my gosh. You made all kinds of things out of whatever you could get your hands on. It was the most ridiculous thing, but you were have been consistently But it's it was finding my niche. It was finding what I yeah. consistently oh, it, enjoyed. Like for a long time you were in the world of miniature. You loved making miniature things. Miniature things out of um what do you call that stuff? Poly, polymer clay. Polymer. Yeah, that was Polymer something. clay. Yeah, that was really that was really fun. But that and then that kind of tied back to the Michaels thing because it let me explore some of that factors. Um but yeah, I kept with the beauty industry. Um I am technically a med- medical like a licensed medical esthetician, so I do practice that semi regularly. I have my own um practice and service uh, like sorry, um area work area at home you studio a, like a studio my studio I was just brain farting there really hard um so I do that but then uh in the recent months due to COVID there has been a quite large demand for masks and I actually started because it's my mom who yeah you prompted me no Aunt Cindy did was it Aunt Cindy it was Aunt Cindy she's like who do I know who can sew oh Ding, ding, oh ding. what well, yeah you're well, no because I'd already started by that point you had you had created a prototype because I was making it for the family because yeah. you were mentioning how we needed to get some soon right and so I was like oh I should it was you so you that's had, what I thought you had made a prototype anyways and then Aunt Cindy called and said hey Jenica I you so can you make me some masks yeah so and that's where it started exactly and I I just started off very small I basically was like okay I just want to cover my costs I want to make sure that I'm you know able to buy materials and still make things and so I didn't have a day off for like a solid month because I was just making 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 every single day and uh, I felt so bad my poor boyfriend like never really <laughs> never even get got to really see me yeah. um and so I was just working away and I was realizing that the demand was getting too intense because I also I wasn't charging myself enough and so I kind of just decided to ask for help I acquired some more people and we I think we refer to it as slave labor (laughs) yes it was slave labor for a little while I think we even get a line on the budget slave labor or whatever you call it not anymore we don't do that anymore no we haven't done it we we pay our people I promise you we're not awful we're not well your slaves kind of did work willingly yes yeah I I offered to pay you multiple times but everyone's like so you can even call it slave labor if you're like if you're willing to do it it was it was like servant labor okay this is a very bad discussion to talk about we should not <laughs> let's let's skip past this and not talk about that anymore um but overall yeah I asked for help and after having my uh free help I then kind of grew and I enlisted my brother who is the academic so my older brother Nevin um he's the academic side of things and because I will look at like numbers and 
kind of glaze over. Oh my gosh, I can just feel my my soul leave my body because I'm off in La La Land and my ADHD brain has saw something like it saw something sparkly off in the distance. So I don't notice any of that kind of stuff where he can kind of sit down and just crunch numbers. And so it worked great because I'm the creative side. He's the academic side. It meshed well because he could cover the things that I can't. So he's been helping me out with that portion of things pretty consistently, even though he's quite busy with his own full-time job. And then I enlisted because I I still couldn't sew by myself. I was sewing so much by myself and I just couldn't handle anymore so we expanded and I enlisted the help of my good friend Megan and our roommate well my old roommate Chelsea Uh, and since then we've also added a well I had to count my head there how many people a fifth person which is my childhood best friend Maddie right so just hired her just hired her so it, it's it's been working out I've been really enjoying how things have been growing and obviously I'm not like a full-time expert of any means but so how many businesses have oh my goodness. have you run or do you currently run I have so starting from the beginning a lot um I've done splash marks which was like a jewelry oh, yeah. nail business and that was when I was fifteen. It was, it was, it was not cute. Let's just <laughs> let's just put it that way. Oh, it you was. Lear- you learned a lot. I learned a lot, but it was not cute. So, <laughs> it was great. It was it was a good experience to have at fifteen. What I found you got out of that was you you had no fear. Like if you're like, I don't like these business cards anymore. You would just go and make new ones. And then throw out the old ones. And then no, well, you didn't have that many to begin with, but like just the idea of starting a business like oh I have this idea you would start a new business so that part of it was good yeah there was the willingness to try something new and you guys were made to stand up and and you know explain what your business did like you learned I was terrifying I hated that but it was a good experience very good experience but you were only 15 yeah and I really enjoyed it so it was worth doing and then um, my next business was Boshi no Milan Doll Fashion was that next or was it Boshi I think it was Boshi. Maybe you're right. Okay. So I started Boshi with um, a old friend of mine back in the day. when I, This was when I was like... Well, you weren't much older than 15, no. so you might have been 16. I think probably 16. Yeah. yeah. And um, Boshi... Uh, so a, a very uh, amazing mentor of mine, Charlene, she was actually kind of the one who really inspired me to be starting all these businesses because she's a very talented artisan who creates hats. Her business is called Noggins. If you ever want very quality, like, hand-crocheted and felted hats, I love her stuff. She has very fun and, and what's that called? Like, I'm, I'm blanking on, like, very carefree. Well, and they're felted, so they're they're. Oh, yeah, they'll last beautiful. you forever. Yeah. Uh, and she would just enlist me to her, help her. Yeah. I would like help her decorate the hats or put the labels on or, or be at the sales with her to help interact with customers and sell hats. And honestly, you modeled for I her modeled maybe? for her multiple times. She was such a sweetheart and I loved working for her because to a teenager, that was so inspiring for me that she was willing to 
take the time and nurture the creativity and show me that and she was a gift oh she was fantastic i loved mm-hmm. her and that's why i would love to just do that in the future one day is to be able well, to you work with you well to a point you did that with um one of your, but i feel friends. like with this business platform i can do more now mm-hmm. like i have more of a choice and more of an opportunity to offer more than just i'll teach you so well, we're kind of talking while. about homeschooling actually now because this it all happened while we were homeschooling yeah, true. Because we really nurtured your entrepreneurial skills because we knew you weren't academic. We didn't force academics on you. No. Well, three times we did. We made, <laughs> we made you do three courses all, through All three times it just ended in pure failure. <laughs> well, because you did the course, but you didn't learn anything. No, well, it just went in one ear and out the other. Yeah, you learned the most when you were at Michael's. That was, We considered that your high school. Yeah. Well, because a lot of it, 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 I wasn't in the right mindset. I wasn't yeah. mentally willing to actually taken the information so it's different i prefer well, real world experience I have anyway this phrase you know you can't make a kid eat sleep poop or learn <laughs> that's a very eloquent fa- well, phrase it's true though think about it like you cannot force a kid to learn yeah they have to want to yeah no it's true and i i definitely agree with that and so i think that being able to learn it in, in an unusual environment helped me a lot because I struggled in school. I really did. So I won't go too much into that because that's for our homeschooling episode. Yes. But um, what was after? Yeah. So after Boshi was Milan doll fashion um, because I really liked American Girl dolls. I was too old to play. actually want you to play actually, with them. You I like, never played with them. No, I never was a doll person. I just love the fashion aspect and I love miniatures. I love miniatures. Yeah, I think they're just amazing. They're creations. so cute. I made this like leather motorcycle jacket. For them and, and it was beautiful just beautiful ball gown but it's because i have the attention span of a goldfish so i can't do these big pieces i couldn't do like a human-sized motorcycle jacket because i just don't have the patience for it where i could do a doll-sized one because it took like half an hour hour yeah you really improved your sewing skills that's how i did it through that period. but that's how that's how you learn anything is you have to be passionate about it you have to have an interest in something specific to be able to grow upon it and like I do honestly like I want to do several different business like episodes in the future and talk specifically about young entrepreneurs because I know there's especially in the homeschool community there's so much talent and there's so much things that can be sold and because the age of the artisan is now yes like now more than ever there's so much more time and love being put towards the individual artists rather than these big corporations because people want to support local artisans so i don't think anyone is too young to start i don't think anyone is well yeah it's good to start young because it takes it takes a long time to grow the skills and to figure out what your specialties are and things like that and honestly like one day i may even do like a step-by-step how-to course yeah, maybe. Online of how to, as a young entrepreneur, start up a business, whatever that business may be. And well, the homeschool community, too, um, thrives on the mentor-mentee model. Mm-hmm. So if you can find somebody in your niche or that, well, I don't know how we even found that person, but... Or even how you hooked up with, with um... But homeschooling, honestly, everyone yeah. is interconnected. Like, you just... 
you build you just communities. Put, yeah, you put out Facebook that query. Like, yeah. There's there's so much connection simply through social media as well, and there's so many yeah. groups you can join. And even if it's they're based in the U.S., you can still ask questions, yeah. and you can even throw a thing out there, being like, "Hey, are there anyone? Is there anyone out there who?" is in this area that I could talk to. Right. Like, there's so much more connection, especially nowadays more than ever, because it's so much easier to be able to be in contact with people. Yeah. So I, don't, I think that there's so much choice in that, and I I think there's so much benefit, because even if it's... It doesn't matter if it's serviced or product-based or based or whatever, because someone could be, like, a talented little artist, and maybe they learn how to do computer digital files, and they sell it through that. Another um, mentality or another mindset for homeschoolers is that there's not one thing. You actually... It's like being a farmer in different seasons, and you need to bring in income from multiple... Yes. avenues so you're, well, and you're not I've stuck never, in one thing I've never been a, a, a one thing person for a little while until you're through this like until you not necessar- gain the skills not necessarily I mean it's weird because I've always done multiple things I've always had interest in multiple things at mm-hmm. once I may dedicate a little bit more time towards a certain yes. thing as I'm learning it but I'll never stop doing another thing right like because like, I, I used to crochet adamantly right and that I still have ne- it. I think that was your next business, wasn't it? After, After Boshi hats. Yeah, I think it was. And the hats were made out of old sweaters. We it was spinning that. a tail. Spinning a tail, right? Spinning a tail was my crochet business, and it. I think it came down to because like as you go older and you've experienced things and you've tried different like products and whatever, you kind of realize what's worth the time and what's not. And as much as I loved it, it wasn't worth the time. And, you know, I'll talk about that in the later episode. But I think that there's so much to be learned from trial and error. Yeah. If you have the time and the resources to allow yourself to fail, too. Mm-hmm. Well, and it, I don't know, because even if you don't necessarily have the time and resources, like... Like, for example, like if you have a certain skill set or you want to learn a skill set, there's ways to do things very affordably. Yeah. You don't have to, like, a lot of stuff that I have experienced or wanted to try out or whatever, if I can't get the expect- expensive version of it, I will find a dollar store version. I will make something for myself. I will find an alternative way of doing it in a way that is affordable for me because I can't necessarily afford to buy it expensively or to do it expensively because or art, thriftily you, you thriftily to, yeah, yeah exactly thrift stores there's so many different ways of going about and doing different things exactly yeah. i don't know i think that there's so many different avenues and i won't I'm but not... I, I think entrepreneurial mindset though you have to be willing to fail oh 100 you can't like you can't not fail i yeah. find that like and maybe fails the wrong word no, I think it's the right word because I think that there is this weird stigma against failure. Right. I think there well, always I, has I been. I think it, it's an absolute essential if for uh, to be an entrepreneur, you have to fail. Oh, yeah. Because you learn the most through failure. Because well, the way I view it is that every failure means an experience and every experience means like a lesson. Sure. And it's your choice whether you want to take that lesson and... And actually absorb it and turn it into something good that you can use in the future. Or you can take that lesson and feel like poop and 
it just be like, oh, I failed in life, and and hate that lesson. It's it's Never really do anything like that. Exactly, yeah. it's up to you. But you can, like because there's different aspects of it. You can take that lesson and kind of decide, okay, maybe I won't do that thing again. But I also learned that I can maybe do this instead. Right. So what came after spin a tail? Mm, spinning it, spinning, spinning a tail. It, after that was spinning a tail. Yes. Um, my oh shebang aesthetics. Oh right. I've had that for a while. Well, you're still running that. I'm still running it, as well as the uh, side business, Jaw Jaw Nails, which is kind of interconnected with Shebang Aesthetics. Because Shebang Aesthetics is just the aesthetics portion of it, where Jaw Jaw Nails is the glue on nails. And then my most recent one, which is Stitch Geek. Stitch Geek. Yeah. Which is not just masks. No, it's, it is a sewing business, um, vinyling, custom work. So right now, Stitch Geek is forefront, it, just because of the demand. Yes, um, and it's actually expanded much farther than I ever would have expected. Yeah, we thought, we thought it would be done by now. Yeah. We're a little shocked that you're as busy as you are. But because you're providing custom vinyling, and um, that that's quite popular. Well, and we're expanding beyond just masks as well. Right. Yeah. So we yeah. are offering a, a unique item because cause our tagline is essentially turning functional into fantastical. Mm. So we're turning these functional, everyday used items into something amazing and interesting because you have to wear a mask in most places, um, but it doesn't have to be a boring necessity. It can be something really fun. Like we have these fashion masks, which actually have fringe on them, which is a very well-loved item of our customers. Boy, do you a lot of... Oh my <laughs> yeah. gosh, fringe at the wazoo. And it's because it is a fashion item and yeah. it is seen as a showstopper. So people kind of go, oh, oh, that's a kind of, that's a fun thing to add to my outfit because it's now it's not a, oh, I'm doing, it's like, I have to, I get to wear a mask. Like, right. it's that I wanted to add that change of mindset because it's not like you're wearing a mask to help others. Right. But you can also help yourself <laughs> by sure. feeling good in what you're wearing. Sure. Anyway, um, we won't blither on forever, but or blather on, blither, blather, both. Whatever. <laughs> um, but we wanted to just kind of give a little bit of an intro as to who we are and kind of discussion well, we all about you. Oh my gosh, we talked forever about me. But like homeschooling is going to talk about a lot about you though. You think? I think. Honestly, in my opinion, it will because it's going to be... I dis- think you're just much more of a chatty Cathy than I am. Well, I'm the innie. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm the, I'm the outie. <laughs> uh, we were texting her friend Leslie to ask about podcast names and she was like, it sounds like a belly button. <laughs> <laughs> well, it does. It does, but I kind of like it because it's like very like internal and very out... like. I was gonna say outternal, but that doesn't really. <laughs> that doesn't. But I we have our emotions on very different planes. Yeah, of, I definitely have my emotions inward. Where I'm very external and very. Yeah, though it's, it's actually your your drama's very exhausting. So <laughs> mean. I don't think I'm that. I think I'm just very. I'm very. No, I don't think dra- drama drama is the right word. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't because as soon as I think drama, I think like oh, like that girl cheated on her boyfriend. Like that's the kind of drama I think of. No, that's not the drama I'm thinking of. Okay, <laughs> drama queen. I, yeah, I suppose I can be very. You have always been a drama eccentric. queen. <laughs> You're eccentric. You're eccentric. Yeah, I think so. Oh. I might learn a little bit about you. I don't think you're eccentric, but okay. No. No. 
Oh, there goes my dream of being an eccentric millionaire. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, because whenever you ask someone, like, oh, like, what do you, like, how would you describe yourself? And then you're like, oh, like this. And then the person's like, I never would have thought that for you. And you're yeah. like, oh. <laughs> like, you just get so disappointed. Because, oh, like, I don't know. I think the way we think of ourselves is very different from how other people think of us. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Maybe we'll find out about ourselves during this podcast. Oh, probably. I mean, having discussions and, you know, nothing's going to be perfect. But that's kind of what I like about these type of podcasts is that it's just a ongoing whatever conversation and random thoughts just pop forward because, I don't know, I don't really like incredibly planned things. Right. I like it to be natural, so it works out. Anywho, um, thank you so much for joining us today uh, in a little bit of our rambling. I uh, hope it <laughs> made some sense, but I hope you come and join us next time for our next episode. If you want to check us out, then you can always send us an email at um, anyoudi at gmail.com. I'm making up the email on the spot because I still have to. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at you thinking, where is she going with this? I still have to make the email. <laughs> I haven't even done it yet. I'm incredibly prepared, guys. Um, but yes, if you want to send an email to anyaudi at gmail.com, then please is do there so. Is a slash in there anywhere? I don't know if you can do slashes with the Gmail. Maybe not. We'll have to see. We'll, 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 we'll put so it down I-N-N-Y below. I-N-N-Y-O-U-T-I-E at mm-hmm. gmail.com. No, it's... I N N Y O U T Y at gmail.com. Right. We'll Sorry. make a Facebook page eventually when we were feeling motivated enough, but I want this to turn into a community. So, yeah. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.